Hi everyone, welcome back to Book Talks. My name is Zach. My name is Eliza. And today we're going to be discussing another nonfiction book. Today we're going to be reviewing The Rage of Innocence, How America Criminalizes Black Youth by author Kristen Henning. The first thing we're going to do is dive into the author of the book a little bit and give a brief backstory of who she is and her credentials. Kristen Henning, first off, is black, so she has a first-hand experience of discrimination because of who she is. Kristen Henning is a professor at the Georgetown Law University. She has represented many of the clients mentioned in the book and overall is a passionate attorney trying to use her platform to shed light on the injustices of black youth. Now we are going to dive into our first initial thoughts of the book. For me personally, I was extremely mad for the people affected by discrimination. This book made me want to use my voice and stand up for what is right. I really think the book did a great job of highlighting that there's a problem in America that can't be looked over and people need to start getting mad and getting angry for their fellow community members. Yeah, I definitely agree with Eliza. I think that this book brought out a lot of emotions for the readers, whether whatever race you are, you could find a way to feel compassion and feel empathy for the people who are whose stories are being told in the book. Um, I mentioned that uh, it was really frustrating and that a lot of the points when I was reading, it was hard to really get through because of the clear and blatant discrimination that the people in this book were experiencing. It was hard to read. I think that I really like this book as well, just because it really highlighted how racial inequality and it's common in the legal system and how deep it really runs. Um, Obviously, the book does mention a lot about law enforcement, and you'll see that when you read it. But even throughout the whole legal system as a whole, there is a lot of inequality and discrimination that goes around. And I think this book really just highlighted and showcased how clear and made it clear how prevalent that really is. So one of the first major points of this book that I thought was really clear and I really enjoyed about the book was the style of writing that Kristen Henning uses. Um, She uses this compare and contrast style, which really highlights how the differences of of race are in the legal system. So um, on the first few pages, the introduction of the story, she talks about a boy who made a Molotov cocktail with because of a movie he watched and he was a black child he had no ill intentions of causing harm with this uh, essentially movie prop that he wanted to recreate but was ended up being arrested and a similar story was also shared in the book about a white child and rather than being arrested as the black child was he was placed in chemistry to enhance creativity i really thought that this style of writing contributed to the book. And I know that when uh, Eliza and I discussed this book a lot, we talked about how it was, I think it really enhanced the rage that readers felt because not only were they met with a understanding of how a child was discriminated against, they saw how clear it was that the race was the issue because we would see that white children oftentimes were being met with different consequences that black children or um, we're being met with. So that was really frustrating. And I think that really contributed to the book overall, though, that that style of writing was really, really unique. And it's really distinct throughout the book. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree. This writing style made it so much easier to have compassion, have empathy for the people that are being discriminated against. It really just goes to show how different 
people are treated because of something they can't control. You can't control your race. And you're being discriminated against it. It's not fair. The child that brought this this prop to school, like he had no ill intentions. It wasn't it had no nothing flammable in it for to catch on fire. So he him being arrested wasn't fair and the other child being put in chemistry to enhance creativity, it really just it sheds light on the idea that discrimination is happening everywhere. No matter your age, no matter your race, it, discrimination plays a key role in many people's lives. And I really think that this writing style was uh, helpful towards the book as well is because I feel a lot of times people who don't necessarily believe that racism is still very prevalent, I believe that they often make excuses saying that maybe the police officers or the child had done something wrong to contribute to this. But I think adding the story of the white children was really, really beneficial for anyone who would try to, I guess, take away from the experience that the black child had and showed that this truly was a race issue because these are two similar experiences that happened, yet the black child was met with much, much more severe circumstances. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree with Zach. Um, I think that was probably her intention. She was probably trying to, while writing this book, trying to suppress the idea that it wasn't a race thing. Because when she gives evidence and she gives like hard, cold facts, that like these situations are so similar, you can't not compare them. And trying to look past it, you can't. You have to speak up, you have to use your voice, and you have to show people that this is not okay and it is a problem. And I think when you read the book, you will find that maybe some of the comparisons weren't as close as you were expecting. But I think at the end of the day, and as um, Kristen Henning uses the chapters throughout the book, you'll kind of see that maybe since they, even though they weren't as similar, you can still see and end up finding some similarities between the comparisons. Yeah, totally. Like, some of the comparisons, I don't know if me personally I would agree with, but most of them she does a wonderful job of really highlighting the fact that it is such a cold, hard line that goes down the middle separating the two races and one of them is being discriminated against. And and when we mentioned earlier about how shocking it was and how angry it makes I just wanted to emphasize that this these comparisons really do contribute to the feelings that you will feel as you read this book. Yes. The next point that we'd really like to bring up is the theme of this book. It is very clear that the common theme that keeps getting brought up by Kristen Henning is Black children's lives is has so much trauma in it. Due, due to many past experience with law enforcement and discrimination for, from others, many black children grow up to have resentment towards the people who are supposed to, in quotes, keep them safe, do their job and keep them safe in life. So we wanted to bring out a quote from the book. It's not going to spoil anything, but it, it's a really powerful quote that we feel strongly about. So it's on page 224 of the book, and Kristen Henning goes on to say, Black youth also understands that police have always been a significant barrier to their success and an essential partner in other structures of oppression. Youth who are targeted by the police are assigned to court systems that continue to explicitly and implicitly discriminate against their race. That quote is so powerful to us because it really does highlight that law enforcement is 
applying so much trauma to these young children's lives who are still developing and still coming into the person that they want to be. It really just goes to show that these past experiences are contributing to the interactions that Black youth have with police. Yes, and I think that this also kind of shows like really a lot, like even if a uh, child of color has not actually had an encounter with the police that was negative, just watching on the news, hearing from friends, from their parents about these encounters that do happen creates this fear and creates the resentment that many children have towards police officers because they are hearing about these experiences. And the sad fact is a lot of these children do actually have experiences with police officers that were negative and that have contributed to the resentment. Yeah, no, I would 100 I would 100% agree. These, even if they haven't firsthand experienced it, it is still their community and still people that that they look up to even have experienced this. Like their family members, their grandparents, their parents. Like They've experienced discrimination from the people that are supposed to be keeping them safe. One huge example is George Floyd. That was so highlighted in the media, so highlighted in the news, and people were furious about it. They were furious about it because... It, they could be the next person it happens to. If nothing is said and nothing is brought up about it, they could be the next person it happens to. The, walking down the street and walking past a police officer, nine times out of ten, a black child is going to have some fear. And the reaction of fear is because of trauma and it's because of the things that they have experienced by law, from law enforcement. Yeah, exactly. I think the George Floyd case was a very detrimental uh Thing that happened towards the Black Lives Matter movement and just police brutality in general. And another thing that I think relates a lot to this book is if you scroll on TikTok, you are going to see a TikTok about someone, a person of color who is talking about how they react if they get pulled over or how they go about their day to not have a negative encounter with the police. The sad fact and the truth is that a lot of people of color are scared for their lives because of what has been happening recently and discussed in this book and how black people are disproportionately affected by the police in negative ways. So I think that this book, by using the examples that Chris and Henning use and uh, chose to put into the book, and just in general about police encounters that happen, there is a clear representation and reason why so many Black children and Black people in general have resentment towards police officers. Yeah, definitely. I, I would just like to emphasize again, trauma plays a big, big role in how we go about our lives and how we react to situations. If someone is traumatized about something, they, their reaction is going to be different than, than a normal encountering. When you see someone that is supposed to keep you safe and they're in fact doing the complete opposite, you're going to have fear and you're going to have resentment and hostility towards them. Exactly. These preconceived notions are formed and then it's hard to go back up on that. So I think that we need to see reform in the police in police officers, law enforcement, and just the legal system in general. There needs to be some type of reform so that we can help uh, people of color and oppressed people form different thoughts be, that are actually accurate, right? These thoughts, we understand why they have these thoughts and we have clearly seen in this book, in the news, why these thoughts are being had. So we need to make a stand and a way to create a le legal system that is fair and just. 
Yeah, the criminal justice system is so broken, and it's not fair. If they aren't going to stand up for what's right and aren't going to make a change, we have to. We have to use our voices, and I commend Kristen Henning for using her voice and standing up for what she believes is right. Definitely. So if you haven't been convinced already, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you pick up a copy of The Rage of Innocence and give it a read. It is definitely not a difficult read. It's suitable for a lot many age levels. It is a very frustrating read, as Eliza and I mentioned in the beginning. You will definitely feel emotional reading it and frustrated at just how blatant discrimination is in America. I think the title does a great job of capturing what this book explains and how America criminalizes Black youth. You will really get a great understanding of that after reading the book, so I highly recommend reading it to gain new perspective and really truly understand how broken the criminal justice system is, like Eliza mentioned. Yeah, um, Kristen Henning in this book does an amazing job of really emphasizing that children are children and children are going to make mistakes and not everything, not every mistake needs to be policed, not every mistake deserves being arrested for, but some of these mistakes that adolescents are making are being being policed that, and they shouldn't be because it's discrimination. And I, I love the way that she just goes on in this book about how children are children. Because you you wouldn't want to be treated the way that some of these teenagers, some of these eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds are being treated. It Again, it, it brings out a lot of emotion in people when you read this book, and it, it definitely shines light on how broken America is. And with that, we thank you for listening to this episode, and we hope to see you in the next one.